be at Macy's right now. <laughs> this is what I imagine the ladies' restaurant looks like at Macy's. <laughs> Couch. <laughs> Dude, hi-fi system. <laughs> no, 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 officer. The reason I said I'd never leave is because of the decor. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the fart smell. How you doing, Jared? Hey, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, that's a lie. I'm not that good. But <laughs> no, you're fucked I'm gonna up. I'm going to be all right. You're going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. Jared took a spill today. Took a boo-boo. <laughs> so you did the splits? I did the splits. I was walking into a house. Forward, um, for like so front, forward, back, or side? Front. I did the uh, I did the uh, James Brown. Right, yeah, or yeah. The, or the Prince. Yeah, you didn't you didn't fuck up your groin, which would be the no, side. Oh, that would be oof, that's that, worse. That would be yeah, worse. I've had that before. Had an armful of tile on each hand, so I had nothing to brace with. And my, I put my left foot down, wet uh, linoleum. Zoop, it just kept going out in front of me, and then oh, I started getting dude. lower, and I just had arms full of tile, and I finally let those go, but it was too late. I was past yeah. the, oh, I, got, I went God. way past the threshold, man. I saw the white light. <laughs> oh, no, oh, man. I got up. I oh, popped no. up immediately <laughs> and went down immediately. Anybody else in the room? Yeah, yeah, my uh, the, one of my... <laughs> One of my guys, like the real young 25-year-old guy, and he got his phone out like, do I need to call somebody? I said, I swear to God, if you call 911, I'm <laughs> kicking your ass one-legged. You're saying this while you're in a full while Nadia Comaneci. I'm in the fetal <laughs> position on the floor, looking like hot death. I said, do you want do not call an ambulance. You that's can't the, afford that shit. You know, your situation, in, in that falling situation, you can't really roll out of it, and that's your only option, because yeah. you can't. Nobody stops a split halfway down and, and be like, save myself. Michael Jackson, maybe. 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 <laughs> Dude, it's full commitment going down if you want to do it. Fucking you know who could do it? Bono could do it. You think? Oh, I know it. Is he flexible? He's a little strong Irish leg. <laughs> That's why I like Bono, because he looks, he looks like he could just could have been a plumber. Like if he hadn't have been a rock star, he could have been a plumber. You look at his hands; he's got like he's got like workman hands. He's got carpenter hands on that guy. Yeah, hairy forearms like like Robin. Williams. He's a man's man. He, ro- he and Robin Williams, I feel, are are from a similar branch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mentioned Bono as my segue. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing. Oh, I can't believe it's taking us this long. We're doing U 2s second album. They're like one of your favorite bands. They are one of my favorite bands. A lot of during the building of this studio, a lot of listening to the Sirius XM YouTube station. I feel yeah, like they're they baked in. They're drenched into the walls and the paint as it dried. I, I you know, I see it in your guitar playing too. Yeah, you know, my pedal choice. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would say though, oh. in all honesty, you've been heavily influenced by U2. Whether it comes out in your music or not, they've been a staple in your life for a long time. For sure. You do you ever know the only other? Uh, Person plays a Fender lead three. Who would that be? The Edge. No, no. That would be Bono. Really? He rocked those things when they were brand new. He was like the he was like the guy. Yeah. He was getting them for free, basically. They get everything good for enough. Free. I got yeah. my first U two shit for him. free. So okay, where right. were you when? Right out the gate, we're doing October by U two, their second album. My first time. Maybe it wasn't the first time I'd heard him, but pretty damn close. Maybe I'd heard like Pride in the Name of Love on the radio or something. But in my box of cereal one morning in 1986, I was like, I think it was, I want to say it was like uh, <laughs> Life. I want to say it was Life cereal. Nice. I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that nice that you got a cereal. prize in it. Yeah, no it. cereal time. It wasn't a real hot time at our house. We weren't a cereal fan. Nah. Uh, inside, though, was a little floppy 45 record. Nice. Like, with or good. without yeah. you. Oh. Uh, 
Finally, these kids started crying when they're when they got a free album on their iPod. I was like, seriously, these kids don't know. Yeah, I just need to get that shit fall in my cereal bowl. Do you think I asked for that shit? <laughs> no. Was it amazing? Was I it think- a gift? Yes. Yes. That's and that's that's your entry. There it is. They got okay. me in my cereal bowl. Okay. They, they, they knew the way to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice metaphor too. You know, we think you got life, and they talk life. about life. This album. Yeah, put it in the Fat Boy cereal. It's fucking October. <laughs> Listen to it. <laughs> <clears throat> it talks about religion, and it talks oh. about spirituality. This is know? like their big time religious album. They're, this is like the religious album. Yeah. Yeah. If for a band that's not overtly religious. Well. There's, I think they're steeped in it, oh, and they're for sure. and they're steeped, and and it's coming through. Yeah, you know, there's definitely some like choir um, influence, and uh, in just right. Bono's approach, you know, the 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 he's part minister and he's part backup choir. Absolutely. Um, but why is it you think that U two gets the pass? Like nobody likes Christian rock. Right. 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 It's terrible. It's because they're Irish. Is that it? That's it. Yeah, totally. I don't know because they just get. I guess if you just write good enough. Would you music, give me a second to talk to you about God? You'd be like, yeah, I got a second. Sure, <laughs> certainly. Uh, yeah. They get a pass, I guess, because they're good, and they're not corny about it. I guess is the other thing. Well, this is what I like and don't like about this album. Okay, because this is a decent album, but it's not their biggest album. This album, instead of being like the crusher that blew it open for them. This is more the the album that kept them together after coming off of their first album because they were also involved with the Shalom Fellowship. Yeah, a Bible study. You hear about this? You read about this? I heard about this. I read about this. It's where they talk about God. Yeah, it's their Bible study. They all went to the same Bible study. They're teenagers. The teenagers, and now they're probably, what, their early 20s with the recording of this album. Yeah. You know, they're malleable. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're soft brains. You know where they are in their career, um, and they were worried about breaking up a bit. Yeah. And I think maybe they were like, "Are we going to do this? Are we going to fucking go this path, or are we going to go a righteous? Maybe, or can we do both? Yeah. Can we? Can you be the preacher and the choir? I Probably. Think I think Bono loves listening to himself. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Kidding me? And a loquacious Irishman? Yeah, for sure. The fuck did you make that up from? And he has a very conscious heavy hand in his lyric writing um where he makes certain choices certain word choices he's wordsmithing you know mm-hmm. um in a similar way that bob marley does it feels like bob marley's a little more natural with being able to say complicated uh, topics very simply to yeah, almost anybody that's a good that's a good connection right there but they have it they, ha- they yep. share that kinship too yeah the uh not like a robin williams bono kinship but they share a kinship <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Whereas I lost my train of thought. I was going to yes, Angie. Probably going to uh, be about body hair. Could be. But Bono is that is that guy who can be. It's a very few people that can pull off Ernest. And if you ask some people, he doesn't. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it, man. Uh, but do you know the difference between Jesus and Bono? What's that? Uh, Jesus doesn't walk around Dublin pretending he's Bono. <laughs> Glad we all waited for that. Um, but he also, I mean, these are kids. Fuck, I don't even know if they had any pubes when they put this band together. Yeah, look and, at Larry Mullen Jr. I, he, he, his voice hadn't even dropped. No, this is this is young music. 
Yeah. And um, and they're really pulling from a lot of um, another reason why I like this album. Uh, they're really pulling from a lot of influences, but they, I think the whole album does all right. You know, obviously I'm being cavalier because they're fucking you too. They did killer. Um, be fine. But War, their third album, is when it, everything came together. Where they're going here, they really do it clear. better on War. Almost everything they do, they did better on War. That's a good point. And I love, I mean, that was Where Were You When. In my older sister's room, she had War, she had Joshua Tree, and I just remember seeing that cover. Such a stark cover. The War or the Joshua Tree? War. Yeah. Well, it, both of them, really. Both, yeah, sure. Most of them. <laughs> well, I did, I did like that. I was like, yeah. I, I like this cover art. I was very influenced by cover art. I liked it as a, you know, from from the get go. Yeah, good I cover think, art goes a long way. And I think that's, that's why the, I was so disappointed in Kiss. That's yes, that's the, uh, the guy who was responsible for most of that photography. It's the Dutch guy. Uh, he did all the, uh, he did everybody, but mostly, most importantly, he did like Joy Division, all those iconic oh, nice. Joy Division, nice. Uh, Shit, um, his name. he took the Joshua Tree photos. Oh, god damn it! He's well, there's. Dutch. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get it, but we'll there's there's it. threads in here. Like their producer for this album and for the album prior and after for War uh, is the same producer, and he fucking had his hand in. Is this Steve everything. Lily White on these? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no joke, man. Went on. I mean, went on. He did shit before that, but he kept at it for kept the next twenty going. years. He did Dave Matthews records. Yeah, he's, you his his productor producing credits have you two in him and by far is not the best thing that he's ever done yeah, but he's but a busy he man. he makes him sound good uh, we're going to have to listen to some of these guys here in a little bit i mentioned um what are you joy up division there, because th- this is kind of like uh you said it wasn't the album where it all clicked together it's like where the kind of uh, go from stop it where they kind of go from, like the Beatles' first couple albums, where they really just wanted to be Little Richard. Yeah. Um, they're kind of still clinging to some of their influences and shedding some of them, but I just wanted to play real quick. Their U2's very first single. Um, ever? Ever. Uh, from 1979, 80, I can't remember. Um, produced by Martin Hannett. If that name's familiar, that's the guy that did all the Joy Division records. Yeah. And kind of changed how drums sound forever. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so they had them being huge Joy Division fans. Bono being quoted as saying he was ready to take up uh, Ian Curtis's mantle and move it forward after his death. Because, you know, he's not ever shied away from grandiose statements like that. Yeah. But listen, the dude, like, didn't he help, like, cure AIDS? <laughs> Which came out in 1981, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Oh, he's saying he he started the fire and put it out. <laughs> I'm just wow. saying that you know <laughs> we'll get to the current events. But uh, just have a quick listen, see, and tell me. Good doesn't pull, take man. Much to, to know where their influences lie. Yeah, and and you you hear it a lot in this album, and they're not quite blended into their jambalaya that they become after this, especially uh, on display in War. Yes. Um, 
it. I think we've covered that. I think I've mentioned that a bunch now. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. Apparently, I like war. Um, that's uh, that's with New Year's Day, and I think that's war, right? I'm yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, this one comes out with Gloria. This is going to be our first that's track big, coming yeah, here. And it was one of their singles. They got Gloria, and they got Fire coming off of this album. So they had some singles. These were Those two songs were pushed as singles before the album came out. Right. So they've got a machine behind them now, you know? Um, and uh, and those songs were recorded in the Bahamas. The rest of it was recorded elsewhere. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, uh, were they on island? They were like on an island in the Bahamas. Well, like next island to Bjork. records. Were they like the, a Chris Blackwell thing? Yeah. That sounds like it, a real yeah yeah island records thing to do. <laughs> which is that's great. I didn't know that. Oh, you were, want me to play it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And uh, Gloria. He's not talking about a girl, if that's the clue for you. That's Latin. It's a good opening tune. You know, that he just has a nice staccato drum beat going there doesn't go for too long and they kick into it full full gear yeah you can see that going over good live i think by this point they'd already established they were okay live too. yeah the good live band and failed to mention that at the top of the show you two shows are up there yeah with the best of them little guitar harmonics that sound like piano plinks or something. Yeah. Throughout this album, on some tracks, they'll add that that third inst- or that fourth instrument. Sometimes a keyboard or piano. Yeah. They don't do it a lot. They don't do a crazy amount of orchestration, but they add a little spice here and there. Right. Usually in the in the like influence of where that song's coming from, you know. Yeah, this was a a rhythm session that came up together and like fused. <laughs> like when two tro- trees grow up too close to each other and they fuse up. Totally. That's why these guys are so airtight because, like I said, they didn't have pews when they started. Yeah, and what they do really well is um, what they're doing right now. This is a sig- this is signature U2. This is where it's right happening. There. But with the drums are cruising, but they're not overbearing. Yeah, and but he's keeping a steady clip, huh? Oh, fuck yeah. He's double-timing that hi-hat, he's going. And then uh, a lot of times, um, the Edge will be doing a lot of, uh, you know, whittlies and, and uh, delays and stuff, and he's like half-timing the beat. Yeah, you know? just doing those little harmonics like he's doing. Yep, and then the bass knows when to when to Michael Anthony double time it <laughs> and it knows when to just hit those roots. Yeah. They're great like that. They can really go minimal and still stay powerful. And some of that is their lack of schooling in the in the matter. You get a little bit of a fresh take when you just kind of come at it organically. Yeah. It's a little harder harder fought battle but you know Jared that's a good insight onto their sound. Because you're absolutely right. If you're not told this is the school in which to play in, you can really come up with some neat 
like naive beats. Naive. naive like, that's the word. You yeah. know, but since it's full commitment, a lot of times you can pull that shit off. Yeah. That feels like uh, a really good observation, man. Oh, well, thank you. You know, that hamstring that you're nursing is really uh, putting more blood to your head. I'm sorry about that, Chad. I'm sorry you hurt your hamstring. That sucks. I'll live. Oh, like, that always sounds like a fuck up to me. Like he Some came in too clam. early and they're like, <laughs> maybe it is, but nobody got to know. No. <laughs> Here's that choir you were talking about. Yeah. And this is pretty, pretty fucking like triumphant and great. I got the Holy Ghost. I don't know about you. It definitely has that influence. But not in the way that American gospel incorporates it. Like, he's singing like the straight up Latin out of the mass. This is not... Uh, so what do you mean by that? This is it means the, this ain't take Latin... me down to the river. and it's not the It's not the kind of fun gospel music we think of from America where there's a lot of yeah. rhythm and... Black people. Yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, he's he's reciting Latin out of the hymns from huh. <laughs> from from their church. I, I didn't mean, know it's Gloria was a Latin name. Gloria. Is Glory. it for a person? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I guess that <laughs> guess that makes sense. <laughs> Did language come from Latin? You know, is that, is that what's happening? Well, some of it. Uh, so, so I find that interesting. That this is gospel music in the same way Jerry Lee Lewis inco- incorporated gospel music, but it's just a different kind of gospel music. Yeah, you you know what? Uh, it it kind of hits this raw feel too throughout a lot of this album, and it's because they didn't spend a lot of time recording this. Yeah, right. They were kind of under the gun to record this, and some of the criticisms that came out when this album came out was it's a little bit sophomoric. It's a little bit like From he could sophomore album, right? <laughs> he could he could go. There could be more lyrics to Gloria. Now yeah. his his songbook was stolen prior to these recording out the, the sessions. No shit. Yeah, so they had a they have they're kind of battling here. And then when they went into the <laughs> studio to record the second album, they were under the gun. They were thinking about breaking up a little bit. Some shit got stolen, and the recording sessions were regarded as kind of a madhouse. Wow. And they're just going for it. And so you know maybe he, he, Bono says he wrote some of these lyrics on mic. Wow, doing the Bongolese. If you ever watched, the, <laughs> where he'll he'll just sing, and kind of just enunciate weird yep, yep. vowels and stuff, which I totally a lot of people do I love that. It. I love that technique. It's a great technique because not only will you come up with uh, your you'll find your melody, but then you'll find like the vowels and the the, the inflections that will fit those melodies, and words start to form, and it's almost like uh, yeah. automatic writing. You know, yeah. people just start scrawling until a story takes form. It's like it's yep. like that. Yeah. Why are we? T- I'm sorry. Man. I think I it's high. great. I got real high there, Chris. <laughs> I, I you know what? You got high on the spiritual nature yeah. of this album. You got high on you too. Me too. I get moved by white gospel music. <laughs> like, um, it's all about the suspended chords, Chris. Like all the old hymns and stuff. If you, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there's a structure, and these guys uh, at times would employ that it's where For they came sure. from and then listen to a uh coldplay song and tell me they aren't yeah, using hymnal chords up in those songs all the time yeah and that's been brought up talking about um the edges approach to playing mm-hmm. and, and a lot on this album 
Um, kind of a minimalist. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a minimalist. Has a lot of go-tos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think his playing, you know, these, we get to see these guys so young that you, actually in their catalog, you see them getting better and pulling a sound <laughs> together at the right. same time and then figuring out these dynamics are just getting set up in this second album right. for you two. And it's what just makes them just crush it after this. Right. And it's it's kind of neat. You know, yeah. it's like you see it developing. Used to be that you could uh, watch a band sort of like grow up and then just get better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the musicianship, though, these albums are fun and they're full of all kinds of piss and vinegar. Like the levels of musicianship they would reach 10 years down the line, 20 years down to today. Like they're, they still blow my mind sometimes with the shit they'll think of. Yeah. Just when you think they're kind of like have exhausted all their ideas that. Yep. At least one on an album. You're like, what would you just do there? They've always been brave, kind of like the Doors, with their percussion in making it theatrical, making it support a theme of the yeah. song, not just what the what the guitar parts and the bass parts and everything mm-hmm. is dictating. Um, and you got to give him props because over and over again, they, that's one of the wells they go to. He's one of the dudes. He's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Larry absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a fucking voice in that in this band. He makes. He doesn't just drop beats. He has drum, like signature drum beats. When you hear when you hear yeah. that New Year's Day right there, kicking off, boom. You know, oh, this. That's it's like a riff. It's, it's a it's drum two, riff. It was like it's like two seconds. Yeah, and you're like, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Or think of like desire. Like he yeah. plays yeah, drum yeah. riffs. Yep. It's great. And he likes going to the to the, the countryside of it, you know, like the American country music a style little a little bit. It. He likes to throw a little swing. He, he's got a real interest and uh, with different cultural music and yeah. likes to pull it into his approach um, for, for fucking playing his instrument. It's, it's it really... speaks to his natural ability because listen to like Angel of Harlem. Yeah. The drums sound amazing on that, on that song. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah nice, man. Uh, all right, Larry Mullen, Senior's Kid. I Fall Down is number two on the track list. But do they get back up again? Now, I don't know if this is Bono or The Edge playing the piano, but I guess it's maybe The Edge. Kind of like some men at work vibe yeah. right there. <laughs> it's a little Rio in there too. Yeah. Twelve string? It's madness. This is a U2 song. <laughs> yeah. Get weird. I mean, this is 1981. Oh, oh yeah, coming up next is going to be another tune by U2. They're making waves over in Ireland, and soon they're going to be around the world. That's half a car song right there. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love that shit. There's a lot of fun stuff going on in 1981. They're feeling their oats, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, we can make songs like this. A little bit uh, Echo and the Bunnymen, maybe, with the 12-string. Jeez, man. On fire. They're contemporary. 
I always think they're younger. These guys are younger than they are. <laughs> what I like about the Echo and the Bunny Man poll is seldom contested. Because <laughs> if someone does contest it, <laughs> then then you know immediately just got either you have the conversation, you can tap man. out. You know the guys. <laughs> Lips like sugar. Yeah. yeah. It's right in there with Susie and the Banshees. Back these guys, they got a little oh, Susie and the Banshees yeah. in there. <laughs> Who had a crazy 90s, like early 90s comeback too. It was weird. It's like, uh, you forget Bono Michael like, Knight and the Kits. Yeah, you know? Bono turned 60 this year. Yeah. And you're like, he can't be 60. He was cool when I was in high school. Like Octane Baby good, was pretty dude. hot when we were in high school. That was that was the hotness. At least on the yep. left no. coast. Octane Baby like hit it like lit a it hammer. Up at my school. Yeah, it, that that thing was coast to coast, and I imagine overseas. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by the ticket sales. No, that was mysterious ways, and yeah, and it was right around Clapton when Clapton was taking it down One. a notch. Yeah. Well, here's the breakdowns you're speaking of. those lyrics he wrote on the spot yeah this is my theme song for today <laughs> <laughs> i think some of um larry mullen's approach with the, the 16th note hi-hats however delicate they are or those things i think it's also in dialogue with the edges use of delay yeah because it just keeps you registered that whole time yeah it's um, easier to stay on yeah. Probably a, a necessity in the beginning. I think so. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like an echo that they don't they don't have to use it as a crutch, you yeah. know, because they they're fucking really good at playing with formed. it. But I think we're hearing some of that like yeah. they didn't have tap tempo back then. No. I mean they had a metronome and what have you, but you couldn't just tap your tempo in on your guitar pedal. And uh you just had to sort of Listen, Edge would have to probably give him one kind, 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 kind. Right. Be like, and that's a count. It's Got a count it. off. That's a count off. Yeah. Full on. And you got to stay on it. It's easier to do when you're yeah. a little drummer pro tip there from Chris <laughs> It is easier to keep time fast than it is slow. Yes. Hence yeah, absolutely. music. Lots of, lots of choppy little bits. Yeah. Fun. Fun facts. <laughs> <sighs> I threw a brick through a window. Well scandalous yeah these guys my mother only knew all right i mean who who wants who wants candy <laughs> right bo diddley wants candy that bo diddley influence man even that but you know that's the that's the bow wow wow guitar tone too well, that shit was after this in the air around that time. I am a big fan of this move coming up that Edge does. Yeah. Love doing that. That one, if you were going to pick out a thing that I do, that Edge, I, I'm a sucker for <laughs> Funkier than four lads from Dublin need to be. Yeah. Yeah, like they, you could tell they all really like music. <laughs> like they're really come into through, it, doesn't it? It's just like the, I think it's the exuberance of these early albums that carry them on to this day, and they're not like forgotten about, and like nobody listens to. People do, not as many people that listen to say like yeah. uh, Joshua Tree, but they hang on because 
they're just fun. It's like, I don't like Meet the Beatles as much as Sgt. Pepper, but go back and listen to I Want to Hold Your Hand. It's hard not to just tap your toes. And yeah, and part of what they're dialing into maybe is the pace. You know, there's a lot of four on the floor and slightly upbeat um, jams on, on all of their albums. That's, that's, their tempo is, is well known as fucking the edges sound. Yeah. Feels right. like that, you know? Yeah. And for 20-year-olds, I would not have achieved anything in the same ballpark of as cool as this. Oh, like, yeah, what are they tr- they're trading records when they run through cobblestone streets. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 you know, <laughs> what did weird? They grew up in Dublin, right? Yeah. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, uh, I think, I think they're all pretty working class. I think that Adam Clayton, yeah. so he was like a transplant from England. He's not, he's not more Irish born. All right. That's why he's got that posh accent on him. And okay. I think All I think right. his parents did okay, but I think the rest <laughs> of them were like what you would think of a nice blue collar. I don't know what they call it over there, working class upbringing. Were, were they like it? Was it like they were growing up in um in the Full Monty? Yes. You know, like that kind of town, or like Billy uh, Billy, <laughs> Billy Elliot Eilish. Were they like, <laughs> it was like Billy Eilish. Billy Elliot. You ever see that I movie? I see Billy Elliot. It's a killer movie. Yeah. Yeah, killer. That's why you're here. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think of Ireland in the 70s as being, but I mean, it's smack dab in like the Troubles, right? 60s, 50s, they're born in the 50s, they got the 60s and the 70s. Yeah, yeah, so the, like mid-70s when they're teenagers. I think it was wet. I'm pretty sure it's probably it was wet. wet. and just, I think, shitty to be around. You're like, <laughs> bombs are going off, like, and they wrote about that shit later, like they're not... I don't know if they're dealing with it so much here. They're so youthful and like it's all projection. They must have contacts in the IRA. <laughs> I mean, because you can't get that huge. And I'm not saying they're doing foul dealings or anything, but like, you know, like there was a reach out at some oh, no. point or Did whatever. You not or like a word of being like, you know, don't just, hey guys, don't <laughs> fuck with them. Leave them alone. Did you not watch Rattle and Hum? I did. I don't remember. Fuck the revolution! Laid it out pretty good. Does that one mean he the, doesn't want to do the revolution? I don't know. See, it's, it's unclear. Probably, That's why he's one of the great campaign anyway. One of the great rock and roll monologists that there is. Yeah. He can deliver it like it's like it's Shakespeare. He can. It's pretty great. <laughs> don't mean to bug you, you know. You didn't come all the way out here just to watch TV, did you? Uh, dude, I've been yeah, trying man. to like him so much for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, I do want to apologize in that at one point years ago, we every now and then we talk about who would you fight. You would kind of, fight Bono. I, I he was my call, and I and I want to say that I rescind that now. And um, who takes his place? And though? I felt that for the last bunch of years. I don't want you know. I don't want to. I don't want to fight. It feels weird. You don't want to fight anybody. It's like kind of being part of the celebrity death pool, okay. which, where we were we talk about it and we're like. Ah, it's so Okay. I don't think I, I don't think I, I got somebody who I'd fight. All right, maybe Tom Selleck. Hmm. I don't know. No, I, I like Tom Selleck. That was just well, a, was just a pull. Yeah, it's me and Matt Sorum, and drums. he knows what he did. <laughs> so, speaking of Matt drums, he gets to do fun things. I mean, that's recorded in a school hallway. <laughs> yeah, or an si- gra- empty grain silo. <laughs> Probably a lot of empty grain silos. Potato yeah. silos, sorry. They're, they're, potato silos. They don't have potato silos, dude. You can't stack them that high. 
we, we, we how tall is Bono? That's how tall you can stack a potato. <laughs> you could stack them three Bonos high. Oh, sponsors who don't know they're doing it. Shout out to the Try Channel. It's just Irish people that try things <laughs> on YouTube. Okay. It's fun. Nice. Sometimes they try uh, snack cakes from Korea. Okay. Sometimes they try bourbons from Kentucky. Is it in a similar flair as Ozzy Man Reviews, where it's somebody from another country that that says I don't know really what he funny does. shit while they're doing, yeah, pretty while much. they're reviewing something? Pretty much. And it's the same <laughs> cast of characters, pretty much all the comedians. In, I think it's Dublin where they do this show. Yeah. And it's like a bunch of stand-ups from Dublin. And they try shit. Okay. And it's fun because I they have it. those charming accents. <laughs> I feel like they're all my friends now. I've been watching them for a couple years yeah, now. Yeah. It's like I follow a few of them on Twitter. Feel like they're my buddies. Yeah, they're nice. And it's fun. It's kind of heartwarming. <laughs> it's it's very uh, chicken soup for the soul kind of shit. Yeah, if you like watching people eat weird shit, what's it called? Faces the Try Channel. The Try Channel. The Try Channel. <laughs> the try anything. <laughs> That's not the point here, Chris. That was I threw a brook through a window. We didn't. I, we we kind of talked, but I I don't know what the, I wasn't listening to the lyrics. I think it was about either religion or spirituality. Yeah. I'm going to be able to say that word by the end of this podcast. <laughs> oh, just looking down the, uh, sorry, I was looking down the track list. This next song is, uh, oh boy, Rejoice. You know, yeah. Here it is. This is one of the delibra- is. deliberate word choices. He hangs on to that word for his whole career. It pops up. Yep. At least once an album, maybe. Yeah, it's a fave. It's a thing for him. This is where it pops. Yeah. So what? We're four in now. Yeah. Back to that fucking hammering pace. Did you see being like third against the stage in a little sweaty club watching this? Never saw him live. Hmm. Only saw him once they were over the hill. But yeah. that's still that's still counts. Yeah, you're right though. Yeah. Thousand person club. Oh, I think like two hundred, like the central. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> Which is the kind of rooms they were playing in the states at this time. Holy Took shit. them a while to break in the states. CBGBs? Yeah, oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. It was not glamorous for them at this point. Did uh, probably not even in Europe either. What? Did Pinfield? I was there at the very first U2 show. They played in a mop closet in Soho. It was actually uh, it was the office of Jan Winter. Um, he was redecorating. There was plastic everywhere. It was ridiculous. I, I David Bowie was there. Gigi Allen's ghost was fingering Andy uh, Warhol's ghost. It was really a scene. Holy I apologize shit. for doing that over the song. I'm not rejoicing. <laughs> His guitar really is another voice. They, they duet so often. And yeah. Not just vocally, but the guitar and the vocals really back and forth all the time. And that's sure. something they would do forever and still do. Just the fucking odds of four kids. Four fucking little shitty dirtbag kids from Dublin putting this together. Yeah. And being who they ended up being is... It's amazing. Yeah, we're talking like Radiohead. Yes. Um, these guys, the Beatles. Rage Against the Machine. Kids that just met each other on the on the trolley. Beatles. <laughs> yeah. It's like Ennio Morricone. Okay. 
I think it's a strong move to uh, to back to back have a song that has these kind of drum breakdowns. Because that's not necessarily their sound is that that drum breakdown sound. You can do it if that's if you're you know heavy tom player kind of deal. I like to do it a lot. Um, so eventually they're going to be charms. some similar shit next to each other. Um, there you go. Yeah, solid. <laughs> right back into it. And I think that's probably why. Because they had the outro with the, with the drum breakdown. Yeah. This is kind of in the middle of like, are we going to do this again? And then they fucking hit it right You're back out. You're in that sweaty little club right now with this. Yeah. Oh, dude, just smoking and drinking whiskey and yes. nodding your head a lot, I guess. All the potential in the world right there. You can see it. Yeah. You can see the seeds of it. Yeah. I think this is this album, even though it didn't do um, huge form financially, mm-hmm. is not a, uh, credited as one of their best albums right. or so. You and I didn't buy it. I mean, no. we were in kindergarten and uh, second grade, respectively. Yeah, for sure. I wasn't working then. <laughs> no. My first job was, I think, 14, um, other than mowing lawns and stuff. Yeah. Um, it did it did everything for them like in structure for like galvanizing their band you know it did for them what we what was going to allow them to make all the next right. music that they were that they eventually did no i imagine that it eventually went gold maybe possibly platinum but it probably didn't sell great upon arrival yeah yeah, or you know yeah or, I, I don't know what it, it takes it, to get platinum in ireland it got them it got them yeah right <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade you. I'll trade you for platinum. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dude. Wow. 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 I'm enjoying oh, this yeah. too much. I got. I'll find something to shit on. No, it's fun minute. to I know, listen I'm just, to. I'm just fucking slobbering on them, but no. You know? that, that's again what I'm liking about this album is uh, the raw nature and stuff. It, they're kind of mesmerizing, and mm. and they bring you in. They they hook you with that fucking pace. It's infectious, and it has everything that you that you kind of didn't know you were asking for. <laughs> you know, it's easy listening. You like you like seeing their influences. You like right. listen. I keep saying seeing. I really want to default to listening. Well, they were listen, man. We grew up in the age of MTV. We saw them about as much as we heard them. Yeah, good and point. Those guys. In my formative years, we're on MTV every 20 minutes, whether it was the Joshua Tree. They were good on MTV. Uh, oh, they gave good MTV. Yeah. The Rattle and Hum videos that yeah. would come out of that. And, and then One of that, the first times you're drastic, like, they did it in black and white? Yeah, right? That's a, You can and do that? that drastic dry spell of two years yeah. until they put out Octoon Baby. <laughs> yeah. And that was just all over everything. All right. I, yeah. I don't know. And yeah, yeah, around. yeah all the way through pop like you still remember the discotheque video right yeah for sure they, i mean there's the, the zootopia tour really shook me loose zuropa zuropa yeah <laughs> why would i say zootopia that's a great movie or something but that 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 shook me off and i was like okay enough i got it all i need it was, and it was big. i find that that happens to me with a lot of bands and it's kind of happening to me with tool yeah, um, I can, I can where I'm just like, all right, okay. yeah, there'll be another album. I'll listen to it at some point. Right. 
Correct. You know? <laughs> you know, We're cool. I'll, pro- I'll probably get to it. I'm, I'm going to go over here for a little bit. I'll catch <laughs> right. up with you guys right. when uh, we still love what you do. Text just, me when you're on you the know. way. I'll meet you there. Some more of that? Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. And there's been times in my life, I've done that to you too in periods of my life. Like after the pop album, which in retrospect, I really do like that album. Yeah. But it was a funny enough i liked discotech the single like i just thought it was great uh, and there's a lot of great songs on that album i think looking back and the, the, it's almost a perfect album at the time i wasn't ready to receive it and i just kind of <laughs> and like some of it yeah there's no, i didn't rejoice enough in it and from there i kind of like walked away for a little bit they did their i mean they got huge in that time yeah really with well, the they, how to dismantle atomic bomb. Who who are we ever going to talk about that is bigger than you two? Yeah, you you'd have to be talking about the Beatles or the Stones or and they have shitty second albums. <laughs> true enough. Yeah, yeah. That's, they were they were true. they weren't there yet. That's the the whole idea of an album being a real thing wasn't when they when yeah. Rolling Stones and Beatles did it. It wasn't. <laughs> and there's enough of was that clear yes because i mean there's a real element of you two standing on the shoulders of the beatles and the stones the, yeah they went run, i yeah. they're running with the crashing wave yeah. of this format hove did that so hopefully y'all don't have to go through that yeah you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> they are on the the cusp they're killing it and i think they i have, mean uh, you know zeppelin uh, before and stuff but even still yeah. it's kind of like just yeah, being a fresh tight idea. unit. I think they had the same manager until that manager died like three, four years ago. Yeah. Roger McGinnis. Oh, uh, that's, that's nice. That's, that's a sweet story. I mean, talk about, I mean, just a unit that does not break up for 40, 50 years. Speaking of unit, I know, you, I keep, dig, you I keep just digging you're, on my you're balls. faced off with me and you just keep Listen, cranking I'm not sitting in this chair. I know your hammy's hurt, bro. My hammy's hurt and I'm just supporting the nuts because I'm using all the other muscles to clench up and not stress this one. So my groin area is feeling a little stressed. It's feeling a little, you know, overtired. I, I will not I'll call. Give it some I will. support. <laughs> Thank you for the explanation, dude. I knew it. You know, I Plus, knew. It I felt like it. you were staring at my balls too much. I'm just trying to cover. Well, I, up. I I go to the movement. I'm like a T Rex. <laughs> I'm like a T Rex. Um, yeah, honestly, I didn't know I was I doing go that. To the movement. You, <laughs> no, it's so funny. You'd almost punctuate a point by wrenching like three times. Do I not times. do that all the time? I feel like I do on stage. I feel like I grab my nuts a lot on stage. I feel like. I haven't noticed. Okay. I have, and I've it been might to a be lot just of your a bullet shows. in your head thing, but I feel like I hold my dick a lot when right, I right, right, and I blame it on Ice Cube. Well, okay, great lead front men grab their dicks. Well, Bono humps cameras. He hum, He's he's all over. <laughs> he's, he's a camera humper. <laughs> you guys are in the same vein, and I, you know, I wanted before Harry Irish guys. <laughs> yeah, and before I wanted to go on to this next song, I I wanted to say I I I, I like you said that. Um, you kind of went through those waves with you two. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel the same way with Robin Williams. Oh, after he died, you kind of he's he's big ups. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I didn't really get back. I was in. hoping you're just gonna hit that as a point. We go to the next oh, song. It wasn't really. No, I wasn't a good even joke. looking at the iPad. <laughs> Shit. I know. I'm sorry, dude. Um, I didn't really get back on the train with you two fully until No Line on the Horizon, which was like 2007, eight maybe. And I yeah. think everything they've done since then has been super solid. I've been way into it. 
But if you ask me about like the Atomic Bomb or the Vertigo albums, I might yeah. know a few, but my knowledge is thin in yeah. that era. Like the Uno Dos Trace Catorce. Lost me on that one. <laughs> was that was one of the like, that was oh, one of the man. ones I got lost on. Why? Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I can I can tolerate that song now. It, dude, it is sticky as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the one, isn't that the one uh it's South a Nike Park commercial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's sticky dude, as fuck. Thing. Yes. You know what? That's they were able to pull that off because they did Octung Baby with Mysterious Ways. Yes. And they knew how to just really brainworm you. Damn. And that is a good album. I like everything on that album. Octum? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, once I heard that song, I was like, they're doing it again. Get out. And, <laughs> not as good. And, but it was not as good. Yes. <laughs> I've been here before. Yes. I've been here before. That's probably my favorite one is Octum. Yeah. That's that's beginning to end like flawless victory. I can't it's, find it's anything. You think I'm that, slobbering man. on nah. this album? If we ever did that one, I'd just take my pants off. No, no, do the it, whole show. Fucking tough to argue with that sitting one. Sitting with you on the couch, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Just wrench it on your nuts while we listen to you two. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Okay. I'm not going anywhere. I'm gonna do one more track and we'll take the halftime break. But tomorrow is the name of this song. We got an ergonomic thing happening here too. Half. I have to turn my back to you to place. I know you get a bum you notice, hammy. I you gotta notice, get up. I got. I should roll you around like Professor X. No, it's you <laughs> noticed that I had a, I had a card table for one day. You did. I did. <laughs> Somebody repossessed their card table. So look at this. Now, Marco, now look at my back. Kids repossessed their card table. Okay. Somebody had. We needed a space for Legos, Chris. Yo, I'm so poor. My kids repossessed my card table. Shit. We are we are starved for Lego space around here. And I just hit the wrong button. Here we go. Tomorrow. Wow, 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 wow. Highlands of Ireland, which a lot of people don't talk I guess, about. I guess Irish people can play bagpipes. Is that cultural appropriation if they get some Scottish dudes to come play a bagpipe? There's, this is this is the song, honestly, I thought about yesterday when I was listening to the album, where I was like, I remember this from Braveheart. Oh, fuck yeah. Can't you just see the misty highlands? Yeah. They, they can weave a scene. Little Highlander. <laughs> they can paint a quilt. Sean Connery. I didn't care for these guys so much. Oh, you know he hated this shit. Bambi Pambi bullshit. I guess he is touching on the troubles a little bit. These lyrics sound that, you know, black car parked on there. Coming to check on you. That's strange. You walk right up to it and you ask him what he's doing there. You don't walk inside and sing a song. Write a song in your basement. Your feet, you, yeah, stamp your feet. Oh, they'll be back tomorrow. Not on my neighborhood. I would walk right up to that fucking car and say, "Get out of here, you piece of shit." <laughs> I broke it. <laughs> I did throw a bat at him, and I said, "Get out of here, car." 
I take it back. He, they, I guess they were always about it. About it. What you troubles? The, the political aspect of their music. Yeah, th- that's th- another. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's. Sprinkled you already in there. got the spiritual. You got the political. Sounds like Bullet the Blue Sky. I like their political side yeah, too, man. Yeah, I do too. And they got their like just dumb, dumb club songs. Yeah, which is great too. Like, why not have it? Why not have it all? Let's yeah, they walk they down do, the hill and fuck them all. They do that. They hit it on. I mean, there's a reason why they're so popular because they hit it on so many different fronts. Oh. I think it's a, it's that conviction, and then you see that you're a rock star, and then that gives you more conviction, and then you become more of a rock star, <laughs> and then loop. now you're an irony of yourself, and then you know you're an irony of you, you know? Fucking have at it. Went through all the phases, didn't they? I'm going to say the world's a better place having you two in it. True. This is squarely <laughs> in the... Uh, so we haven't shouted out Adam Clayton too much in this in this episode, but quietly, and not even that quietly, listen, he's right there in the mix. Yeah. You know all about Adam Clayton. Listen to the bass line on uh, New Year's Day. That's your man right there. Yeah. This is squarely in his Q-tip afro phase. Just. I get it, too. The biggest my hair does that shit. Curly blonde afro. Yeah, totally. Yeah, If I you were it. blonde, you'd be Adam Clayton. This sucks, dude. Oh, I think it's, I love this phase of him. Like, he never, re- he kept it pretty high and tight after that. But yeah. I love the, I love the Q-tip phase. You have, you have, you got two choices. You go high and tight, or I'm going to spend, All the way. I'm going to spend two years growing this out for the next three years. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. I, you have only got it two ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and every other in-between phase is usually under a hat. That in-between phase for anybody is rough. So rough. This is when you get to like the page boy. Oh, the page I remember boy. you and I growing our hair out we at did. the same time. We commiserate <laughs> on like the page boy era. We wore a lot of hats. Pictures of us in a lot of toques. A lot yes. of beanies. A lot of toques. Yeah, a couple baseball caps. Yeah. I had the one that you always said reminded you of the one uh, Bugs Bunny used as a swim cap from the Warner Brothers <laughs> cartoons. It had a number on the side. I can't remember what the number was. I always remember that because that was the most fucking hilarious description of the. And you were 100% correct. It looked like a swim cap because it, it wasn't long down the neck. And shout out to Maker for when we made our our, our uh, merch. Nice, yeah. Nice, big, Wait, nice, big, big uh, beanies, man, that come down your neck, keep you yeah. warm. This one was not the kind. This one came down your, your eh, like mid cerebral cortex in the back yeah. is where it stopped. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny, dude. I, I forgot that comparison. Came right back to hairstyles. Here. What are you going to do? Yeah, no, we had it rough for a little bit. <laughs> uh, not as rough as Bono. If you look at the uh, Live Aid footage with that righteous Theo Von Mullet going on. Oh, dude. Like that, Theo that's Von when wishes. He's, he's marching on the, in, in the Theo front Von of the got stage. two, three yeah, years yeah. before he can claim that shit. Bono has volume to his hair. He's got a great head Thick of hair. To this... Day, <laughs> he still I, got that hair. I want to make a comparison here: Dave Mazak, mm. Bono, sick heads of hair, like great head of hair. Yeah, you can almost do anything with it. Voluminous. It's got yeah. weird sheens that just you're <laughs> like, what is that a color or is that a you know? Yeah, yeah. That Bono's runs. That great, runs strong. Rockstar head of hair. Bono's top. It runs strong among the ishes. You know what I'm saying? 
ishes. What, what is that? He's gonna be Irish. Oh yeah. Finnish. Mazak's case. Yeah. He was. Uh, yeah. Polish. Yep. If your name ends in ish, great head he of hair. You got good head of hair. You're, yeah. Yeah. I. That's yeah. Danish. You ever seen a bald Danish guy? I don't Never. think so. Not once. Uh oh. Except for that guy. Blackish. <laughs> good head. Is- uh, Jewish. They ruined it all. Plenty of plenty of follically challenged Jewish guys. Know. Did I just say they ruined it all? Can I edit that out? <laughs> yes, please. Context, people. Context. <laughs> um. Anyway, that theory's blown. <laughs> it was, you know. Are you kidding me? It was only good-ish. We're gonna edit that this this <laughs> that part. Yeah. I I don't know. You have to say something way worse because I'm on the fence. <laughs> I mean, because those side curls are fucking banging. <laughs> And you did it. Chris, do you want to know what the album charts look like? In, uh, let's let's the talk week about of it, dude. October. So the album's name is October. It was released in October. Get that. So we were talking about a little bit of cartoons. I was fully watching Bugs Bunny oh, yes. Saturday mornings at this time. They're recording this album, and I'm fucking parked in front of a TV <laughs> at like 6.30 a.m. Yeah. For 6.30 to about 11.00. You're pushing it at 11. You're getting into some, you know, like... Yeah, the religious shows are going to come on pretty soon. Hey, uh, dude, this, uh, Sunday sucked for uh, shows. Dude. Yeah, because they always had to do that, like, community service time, too. Yeah. So if it wasn't a religious show, it was like, and what's happening this week in it, horticulture? Sunday sucked for TV, yeah. except for the ABC Sunday Night Sunday. Movie. They uh, basically knew, ABC knew, like, listen, we're not throwing <laughs> anything good out at you guys for most of this. And then we're gonna we're gonna get you hooked in the evening. We're all yeah. gonna go to bed nice. It's gonna Fo- feel good. Unless it was football season, Sunday was booty. Yeah, we weren't a big football uh, on the TV family. Oh my god, my mom would yell at the TV like it like it stole from her. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Vibrant, mild mannered church lady <laughs> Monica Britt <laughs> would shake her fist and get red in her freckled face <laughs> and. <laughs> And it was like the only time where it was like okay for her to like uh, scream obscenities. Right. And when I'm talking about my mom's version of obscenities, yeah, yeah, she's, she's not screaming cocksucker at the TV like I do. But yeah. you bloody shits, you know, like <laughs> she's not even doing it right, you know. But man, it would get uh, it would get uh, it would get heated about football in my house. Did it ever get awkward? Like in growing up? No. In that violent oh, in football household season or just talking about just in general, yes. <laughs> no, I I mean like as as far as like you're growing up, your mom's yelling at the at a play that happened on TV and you're like, Should I not get up right now? Should oh just no, no, that was a little bit. Um because I really was, want some milk. That was medium volume in my house. I gotta wait till they're up about <laughs> Uh, actually, most of the time it was very low volume. So my house was very uh, everybody's chill. Yeah, everybody's nice till it's time not, not to, to be, be nice. nice. Oh, we were some roadhousing motherfuckers. <laughs> Everything was chill till it wasn't chill, <laughs> and then it got way unchill, and then immediately sunk back down to chill. Yeah, it went back. I don't know if that's good or if it's bad or if it's just how families work. Yeah, or how that family worked, but that's that was us. Yeah, yeah, we were very <laughs> subdued, quiet. Like you didn't run around the house making a big racket, making a big noise, making a fuss. Chris, we never danced around the room. We never had to. What is that a Bono lyric? 
No, my friend. It's right. Black Valentine for your ass, son. <laughs> We're going to talk about charts. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to sing that song. Uh, so much editing tonight. All right. We... Take two. You want to hear about the charts? <laughs> uh, would you like to hear about the charts for the week of October 12th, 1981? Dude, other than me watching cartoons, what was going on around this time? Album wise, I just got your album charts here. And I'm going to tell you, Ricky Lee Jones had the number 10 album with Pirates. I couldn't tell you one thing about that record. That is yeah, just strange. Right to over me. my head. Uh, right by me. Number nine, Jero. I think the band Jero, uh, featuring Al Jero, I'm going to wager, with their album Songs in the Attic. Creepy. Moving on. What the hell is going on in I'm sorry. music this time? My laptop is too far away. That was not the name of the album, Chris. Bah! All right. We're going to break it away. Here. Breaking Away was the name of that album. Songs in the Attic was the number eight album by Billy Joel. Songs. I did, okay. You ever hear about what's on nah, that album? I don't, I don't know, know about that. Doing. I don't know what he's doing then. <laughs> Checked out. It was one of those times when I just walked away from Billy Joel when I was five. I was just Dude, like, if Tears of a Clown right doesn't come up here, then I'm going to have nothing. In 1981? Yeah, I don't know. No, man. Was that 79? Oh, I think like 60s, late 60s, okay. I think. Well, I was listening like, to it hard Smokey in 81. Robinson, dude. Tears of a Clown. Yeah. Yeah, that's old. Dude, Motown, I, I can that's just. jam, though. Oh, it's the jam. That and beat? The stickiest song ever. Yeah. Um,. And, and it's and it's one of those like <laughs> I'm gonna talk about Tears of the Clown with a real upbeat fucking oh, thing. Oh man, dude, that you do not want to get in an argument with that dude. Nah. Oh, you can go fuck yourself. That's a you can go list. fuck yourself. That's what CeeLo <laughs> that did on Fuck You and Fuck You and Yeah, Fuck You Too, dude. And they're standing on the shoulder of giants. Absolutely, number seven. Yes. Yeah, Pat great. Benatar. Okay. Precious time. Yeah. Pat Benatar still out there on the casino circuit, just so you know. Uh, word she's on the street is. She's hustling. Word on the street is she still got it. So. Yeah. Just word That's good wise. to hear. The Innocent <laughs> Age by Dan Fogelberg at number seven. Now you're just making stuff up. You like Dan Fogelberg. I don't, I know, what Dan, I don't know what Dan Fogelberg really does. I think Fogelberg is <laughs> Shakespeare of our I think time. my mom was really into Dan Fogelberg. Whatever, Sean. <laughs> like the leader really? of the band guy. You know that song, The Leader of the Band? Was that Dan Fogelberg? Again. See, this is riding life. around in the back of mom's car kind of shit. Uh, soft hits of 1981. Ooh. You didn't put enough space between the S and the T on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, though. Duh. Belladonna by Stevie Nicks. Still, okay, this is 1981. That record was still getting played by, like, Trailer Park Girls in Sumner in 1991. <laughs> like, the hot girl at the trailer park. Yeah, yeah. Who just kind of had a rough life, but she was pretty, and she rocked the fuck out of Stevie Nicks. And you knew what time it was. You knew what time it was. Stevie Nicks leaves an echo. I'm and she's you. she's back. We talked about her on the Motley Crue episode. Did we? We're still talking about her. Yeah. With the fucking Chris, let me tell you something. You know what else we said on that Molly Crew episode? What's that? Said we were gonna do a motherfucking bad assessment. Oh, what? Fuck! I just hurt my leg. <laughs> oh. oh, number one, your Chris hamstring. Yeah. Are you shitting me? How you feel now? You want to do a threat assessment? I'm threat in. Assessment? Oh, 
I did not see that coming. You swore an oath on the last podcast, right as we were signing off. To be to be fair, yeah, yeah, we All promised right. a threat assessment. And let me tell you something: don't we got some threats this week? <sighs> Listen, we were talking about how we're we were in the dark last week because it was election day. Holy Here we are a week later. Shit. Things look like Joe Biden's going to win the presidency and has won the presidency. Many, that's true. That's true. Many, all. <laughs> Maybe all except OAN have yeah. called it for Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Trump ain't having it. He's gone quiet. He ain't, oh, he's not quiet. He, he's tweeting every day. Oh, the, he didn't let me finish, Some man. Bullshit. This is number one on threat assessment. <laughs> Twitter? Let me finish, let me finish. No. Okay, what's he got going? I'm not on Twitter. Oh. I've gone quiet. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'm one of the folks who goes, I kind of like that. I like that outcome. I'm going to shut up, yeah. though I've been shut up the whole time. But, but. Um, it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. That's what it boils down to. It's all going to be all right. Um, yeah, it's, it's called flailing. But that brings us to the first threat on our threat assessment. Having a press conference in front of a lawnmower, please. Amen. Is that it? Not having your interns double, triple check the bookings for your Really? Fucking- Is that it? Oh, that's got to be, right? Like, who didn't, who booked him between a fucking dildo store and a crematorium or urn Mm. store or whatever it was? Mm. Check your sources. Jesus Christ, man. That is insane. It is comically insane. You can't (laughs) write it. You could not write that. That is a Saturday Night Live sketch. It's 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 absolutely an impossibility for that to happen other than maybe not. Maybe it is actually that easy to be that dumb and that uh not thorough in your job um i don't know how how many different ways can we break down the idea that if you're gonna have your press conference maybe double check the location somebody and when you maybe i mean they would have been better off you got a dangly mic my friend they'd have been better off canceling that shit but they're so Stiff necked. You know what? You know what's crazy though. Okay, so we talk about production value. <laughs> they still had enough tape oh. and fucking banners background, in, in uh, to, art. to tile the background art and to, and to tight crop it's like to when get they in the there. Seahawks but, after game show. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, just yeah. Got the background. Yeah. So I mean, I, I like Boeing. this. You know, what's great is to look into how did you make that photo? How did you get that fucking clip or whatever? Look, look at you know. <laughs> All, all those fun details. They obviously were rolling with a whole bunch of fucking little banners. They were able to fucking pull this thing together. You know what? Who's the, who's a man for this? Giuliani. He's a man for this. Get him up there. Get him in front of the mic. He's probably going to run in four years. It's going to be Get insane. It was fucking crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here is right. I think Get we're unanimous on that one. Fuck. Get I can't believe we're doing right this. back in there. Try to get out and they pull us back in. Holy shit, man. I, I hate to say this. Ten months down the road, number two threat assessment. Dat Rona. Rona. How you feeling about it right now? Because here we are. They're saying this is the third wave. Like ska in the nineties. Okay, what are our uh what do we got? We got get the fuck out of here. We got 
And we go, holy fucking shit balls. And I think there was a fourth, but it, it just comes up organically every once in a while, like Planet X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's a different way to use get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here can be interpreted many ways. I'm going to, you know, you ask me again. How do I feel How about How do you feel about this? <laughs> I know. I wish, I wish I, my the bravado in me wants to say get the fuck out of here, but my inner self is saying. Yeah. That's what you notice. Okay, I made a pact to my wife that I would shave this silly mohawk off my head if Trump lost. Mm-hmm. You notice it's still on my head. Yep. I'm waiting for a concession speech. Oh, yeah. yeah Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't shave that yet. No. You don't, you, dude. Dude. You, you, <laughs> this two minute warning. Okay. <laughs> We're in the two minute warning right now. Yes. This is like a Seahawks <laughs> game in, in the last 30 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Honestly, what the fuck could happen? You got police officers in your safe way. That's what I'm saying. They're everywhere, dude. Oh, saying, where, you, have no, you have no idea, and there's a reason. The media tells me, so I believe that. And you know what? <laughs> Who knows to believe what? I'm doing the accordions. Yeah, I like it. Jared, with the Rona, where I sit with the Rona, I had my third test a few days ago. Oh, third negative. time was not a charm. Not a charm. I'm still sitting negative. at two myself. I only had two so far. I'm thinking the third one. You still, you, you still go for the out. for the dip and stick at the Soto spot, or where you go? Where do you I, go for your Rona test? I go personally. Yeah, I like to go to the urgent care it, down by the Tequila Mall. <laughs> and you make a big scene when you walk in there. Hey, I think I got a fever. <laughs> I, I had it twice. I, I, I need first it now. time. I had no sense. I got flagged on a temp check at work. What? Yeah. Oh, the temperature was too the high. Temperature check. Yeah. So I had to get the test. I felt fine. Second time, I had a motherfucking little something, something. Yeah. Little sniffles and the <clears throat> cough, and I was like, oh boy. Oh. And so when that one came back negative, it was happy days. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You're just like, oh, just a cold. Because we've been hanging out a bunch. I know. <laughs> Don't give me the Rona. I'll and try I not get, to give you the Rona. I get right on it, Chris. Let me tell you. This is how I feel about coronavirus. I don't want it. Okay. Amen. There's a. That's it. I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't want it. I'm not sure what it's going to do. I imagine my constitution would be able to handle it probably pretty well. I don't want to give it to I anybody. So I don't want to take it. And also, I. I found a fucking mask that fits. I bought six of them. It's got the little filter. It's ninja black. Dude, I'm killing it. I'm killing it with the Rona stuff. Yes, you are. I love it. I love it. Bring it. Stay away from me. Stay away. I'll do my job. That's right. And then the problem is I got to fly. I got to fly around. You do a lot of flying. You went to Florida. I went to Florida, and and I didn't bring anything back with me. Which Congratulations is awesome. for not saying Florida, too. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's so tough, dude. Um, <laughs> started day one when I moved out here. Um, threat assessment! Are we on number two or three? We're on number two. Three. We're starting. We just finished number, number three. two. We're on number three. Florida. <sighs> the fuck goes on in Florida? You were just most recently there. I yeah. have never been. You've never been to Florida. I've never been to Florida. I don't think it's in my it's in the cards. Florida is an excellent place. Okay. Florida so is you say. a fucking delight. A lot of people in Florida are not a delight. <laughs> isn't it like uh and isn't it some of like them nobody's are. from Florida like everyone yeah. in Florida is not from Florida? So, okay. If you're straining, if you're going to if you can do some straining, what do, what do you strain? strain coffee what, yeah how about this um we're going to talk about quarter minus the idea of when you're trying to level some <laughs> okay. fucking we're talking pea gravel now. we're talking landscaping yeah. might as well because 
apparently that's the happening spot four seasons landscaping <laughs> they have a grade of quarter minus three quarter minus different gravels and distilled distilled dirt rock <laughs> yes whatnot to to How a cer- chunky to a certain screen your rock is right it is a <laughs> fairly permeable screen that keeps shit from fucking anywhere north going to fucking florida yeah doesn't mean everybody there is but that's the gateway into then what becomes the caribbean and there's a vibe in the caribbean and the further islands down that chain where you're like you're funny why are you here (laughs) (laughs) and you're like you're running from something i feel like you're avoiding something you caused some trouble and you had to keep going south that's the exact thing on the exact opposite end of the country in Alaska. I feel like Alaska <laughs> is the more remote version of Florida. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What are you running from, dude? Yeah, yeah. I feel like Alaska's got people with ethical problems that that are just like I'm removing myself and I don't want to be around nobody. And Florida's got like kind of like people who have a problem with ethics and are just like, but they're super social. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All so right. Florida, they, they, here I'm at with Florida. Man. I'm going to give you yeah, Florida. It's, Absolutely. It's a divine place. It really is a cool piece of land. There's a lot of crazy life going on there. The, the Everglades and the wilderness is doing just fine. Alligator, gators. Man. And I mean, there's like a fence that they put up and that shit grows lush to the fence. We were driving <laughs> across Florida we had to go from Fort Lauderdale. That was so much trouble not to say it how I normally say it if I'm talking faster. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Fucking, we're going from from there over to Naples, and it's they call it Alligator Alley, and it's basically just a swath cut through <laughs> wilderness, swamp. and it is all flat. But you know, if you go ten feet inside of that fence, you're gone. You have no idea where you're gonna be at. You can't see shit. There's stuff. There's, it's a problem. Down there. It's a problem. All kinds of bodies. Yeah. Cool spot, though. It's weird. Number four? Have we reached number four? We're at number four right now. This is important, Chris. This is, this is, it's been on the lips of everybody so far. Okay. Okay. I can tell. And, you know, he said some, he said some crazy shit. And uh, he's been trying, he's been trying <laughs> desperately to to hang on to some semblance of uh, uh, of his former glory. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody just wants him gone, though. But how do you feel about Tom Brady playing for the Bucks? <sighs> this is good, <laughs> good one. This is how I feel about it. I hope you're happy. <laughs> I hope you can find happiness and solitude in however you're sculpting your life. Try not to cause more damage or any, you know, don't, you know. Um, I, I, I feel bad by saying more damage. But it's some yeah. people's hearts were broken yes. that he's going to another team. And a champion never goes out on top. Ryan? Never happens. It's rare. It's rare. Yeah. Mr. Doug Baldwin. Yeah, just kiss my scotch mm. up to the sky. I'm going to have to saw you with that. 
It's rare. It's super. It's rare. super rare. So, uh, so we are. This is, I. You know, I, I gotta go. I, I gotta go, man, because I don't wish bad on the guy. I liked what he did with the Patriots, and I got some friends who love the Patriots. Yeah. And boy, did he, did that high tide raise a lot of ships? Uh, yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 I had done spent a good decade or so hating that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love this shit. I love it. I love watching Cam Newton just fall apart, trying to take his place at the Patriots. I love it. <laughs> Love it. Nice. <laughs> but I like I like the kids that are doing well too, man. Like uh uh the kid that won the Super Bowl last year. Anyway. Brian. No. Jason. Brian. <laughs> Jason Todd. Um <laughs> I give it up where it's due. No, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. I do no, not, you're t- I do dude, not the Chiefs enjoy fucking I, I love that. I love the franchise. Yeah. I like a lot of their fans. The chefs. But fucking Mahomes just killed. Mahomes, it. thank you very much. Yeah, but I'm talking about big fan. I'm big fan of the Tom Brady, and I'm talking about Cam Newton. Yeah, they can both. They can. He, he, they can both get you fucked. Just change me. Get the fuck out of get here. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, we're good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Jared. Jared see, from uh, Florida. I see you want to round this out at number five. Dude, I, I saw I saw notation. I giving you space. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I did that. Actually, was a, a, a note to wrap it up. Oh, with what to say after we did number five? <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Well, then number five, I guess, is gonna be. It's gonna have to be uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. We need a threat assessment. Threat assessment. Threat assessment. On this limey son bitch, who dares come over here and point out our hypocrisies? Yeah. Maybe I need to go over to England. And point out how silly it is that all your lawyers wear wigs. How about that? I kind of like that, though. I don't know if it's totally silly. Is it silly? It's got to be silly. Silly. Some silly-ass shit there. Do they have several different styles that they get to choose from? Or is it a rank that you only get Mm. to choose from these three? Right. You get the executive. (laughs) That's how many... Like, roles that... I mean, it doesn't even look like hair. This is what I like about this. Some of the English style... Is is they they take bold choices, they decide to put like um, garter belts on their on their <laughs> upper arms, you know, yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, always, always proud to pull off a good mustache, but not everybody's mm. trying. Yeah, you know, like this, there's, there's something they they got a little some weird style where you're like, what are you doing? Pretty you pretty fine women with. Fucked up teeth. Like the Victorian style? Yeah. <laughs> but the, the Victorian style where they're like, we like big asses. Yeah. We cannot lie. We just... Bustle. Mechanical. Even yeah. if it's mechanical. Yeah, just like the Kardashians. Just pop that thing out there. Just throw it out there. And I'm going to take my junk and pull it up and to the left so tight oh, that it looks like I'm a Ken doll. Cod pieces. Like, they're bonkers sometimes. Bonkers. It's crazy. Wow. Anyway. Is that is that Kim Kardashian's ass is the internal bustle? I, eh, external bustle? I don't know, internal man. It's like a, it's like a, a backpack technology yeah, when it went from external your, frame to internal frame. Hustle for your bustle. Either muscle. way, it's not real. What did we say? Mechanical advantage. <laughs> You're talking about Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I I don't really have. I you know get the fuck out of here. I like what he's doing. I like 
I, I, no, I'm just I'm trying to fucking uh, <laughs> like. find a vein. Um, I didn't watch the new movie, so what? so I don't feel like oh, I'm caught up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked Borat, and I didn't watch the uh, Bruno mm. and Ali G. I really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. We were I, we were early on that on that train. Yeah, we were watching that BBC shit downloaded the off BBC the dark web. BBC shit is crazy, back man. In the day. And that was again kind of like um uh you know you two tool yeah I got it <laughs> yeah, you took a break you know yeah I need to take a break need to want to or just don't feel like it um mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything fresh on there and I in in a way I think it also feeds in um it feeds into a lot of the monster that you're trying to rail against <laughs> and so. You know, I don't. I feel like it probably, without having seen this, the Borat too, probably doesn't have like a new fresh take. It's probably more like funny gotcha stuff. It's exposing something that we already have lights totally blaring right now. And I feel after a lot of this, this past administration, there's a lot of fucking light in the room, and a lot of the bugs didn't scatter. Might have exposed a couple of QAnon conspiracy theorists as actual real life good people. Okay. How about that? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you stand by your answer. Yeah. Uh, not surprised. I'm, but, uh, know. I'm, what is it? I'm, I would just go holy fucking shit because, like, how are you just going to pop out like that with no notice in, in, like, the weeks leading up to the election and just drop bombs on Rudy Giuliani like that? <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and you know what? I, in a way, this, in a way, I feel this way. Picking on an old man. He's fucking, he seems bonkers. And whatever he's grabbing for and whatnot, I don't think he was, in the footage that I saw, I don't think he was laying back on the bed to go play with his nuts while this little girl was going to fucking, you know. It was everything leading up to that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though. (laughs) But, like, are you surprised if you think, if you already think about something about that person, how many times do you have to be confirmed and still get enjoyment of being like, mm-hmm, yeah, I right? Knew that. I knew that shit. I knew that shit. And now, to play the devil's advocate and, and directly against myself, I love watching fucking debates where points get confirmed that I agree with. Mm-hmm. You know, Confirmation bias. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah. It's really comforting. You know, it's a nice blanket. But it's also is sometimes a nice exercise in critical thinking and rationale and yeah. whatnot, you know? Um Seeing that in a humor wise is like, eh, that's not really that funny. And what are you doing? And and again, not having seen it, but I feel like I know what well they're pulling from, and it's it feels like a shallow well. It feels thin. It's not as good as the first Borat. Yeah. How could it be? Uh, yeah, I'm not you surprised. Know, but some solid belly laughs. Yeah, some good yeah, stuff. You'll get it. Yeah. You'll get it. Did they show any of the Washington State footage? They did. Yeah. From the uh, where was that in uh, Olympia? Yeah, at the state fair. See, this is gonna, this is what this he's is what chop him up like the Saudis do, or you're gonna give Obama the Wuhan flu. Or yeah, like that. and what I what I feel mostly unentertained about it is that he's able to hit those same notes, and these people still haven't seen his last production or. Don't smell something's up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you edit out anytime it goes afoul. Um, but it makes me sad when I see people not know something's up. 
and sing and throw the Jew down the well. And sing and throw the Jew down the well That's and all and all that like like it's it's upsetting to me. Would you sing throw the Jew down the well? I would not sing throw the Jew down the well. I believe you. So but, fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we both yeah, did I give it a holy fucking shit? I did because I had some pretty good laughs on it. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. <laughs> Listen, dude, I'd watch it too, but I, I I put it in like the Jackass three, you know, where I'm like, that was filmed better, and that was pretty good, and it was Jackass fun. Jackass three is pretty solid, but like I could pick any one of the and any one of the one, two, or threes, and be like, yep, that's it's it's eating a meal, you Get know, your dick bit like, by yeah. a snake. What's that? Getting your dick bit by a snake. You would if you That's went out in fucking scene. Florida. If you listen, were in fucking Dublin in the 70s. Listen, Jared. Threat assessment! That was the threat assessment. We decided that we are uh, get the fuck out of here on the first one. Which what was that? Something. Check. Have your. Check your sources. Check your sources. Rona. Meh. Florida, meh, Tom Brady, get the fuck out of here, both of us. <laughs> yeah. Sasha, we're split on. And that was this episode of Threat Assessment. <laughs> Say we didn't warn you. Because you know we did. So, fuck the rest of that chart, Chris. I'm getting into number seven, which is the title track of this record. Okay. It's called October. Oh, yeah, this is the super emo fucking piano. Kind of back to back and slow jams right here in the in the middle of the album. It's that point. way to start a second side right. if I'm the only person that hears Jeremy Enix Return of the Frog Queen off of this shit right here <laughs> I'll eat my hat another uh, Jesus loving fellow right there so there's your connection I'm going to say it. Jesus is a net win on rock and roll. Okay? Sure. There's yeah, a no. lot of great rock and Jesus roll about Jesus. on rock and roll? Yeah. Just recent Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees, Doobie Brothers? Yeah. What's one of their best songs? Jesus is just all right with me. That's a stone jam. Dude, that's a good song. Jesus Just Left Chicago by ZZ Top? Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, Jesus is good for rock and roll. The soundtrack to Jesus Christ Superstar is crushing. Okay. <laughs> Are you denying that? I would, but I've never seen it or really listened to it. Dude, there's one. There's, dude, there's one song on there that is just that. I got an Andrew we'll listen, We're gonna listen to it after this. I got an Andrew Lloyd Webber version. Yeah. Dude, it's just just sick guitar riff. <laughs> Are you joking? No. That was October. 
very moody little piece. Yeah, it's nice. And there's leaves falling and stuff like that. There's a lot of browns and reds and stuff. We just know? missed October. It's, it's early November right now. But yeah, yeah, dude, this fall's moving. It's moving, bro. <sighs> oh, this song, Chris, is called "With a Shout." Parentheses. Parentheses. Jerusalem. Parentheses, Jerusalem. <laughs> this is where they bring in the timbali. Is that what that is? Yep. I like it. I'll allow it. This is for this song, this is that one added instrument. Right. see it again listen to it again you know we'll see that in their career <laughs> right i don't think they ever really stopped no they do it really well though they swell well this, this. <laughs> side of a hill blood was spilled you know he's talking about the man yeah This feels like a song that was quickly written. This is one of those emergency lyric rights you yeah, were talking about it, earlier. You know, and it and even extra pace going on and just that was clean breakdowns. Okay, at this part, okay, I'm B, we just clamp. Giving each other signals and swell. You notice Bono's got swell. those hand signals. Bono got hand signals when he's on stage. You like get the guys to vamp for a minute. He throw that hand back like, "Yo, chill. I'm about to." Yeah, go off on one I right imagine now. as a lead singer, there's this weird point you have to cross when you decide you want the song to go on for a while, like they do. <laughs> like they do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna talk for a bit. Yeah. And I need to bring you in when my ideas are gonna be coming close <laughs> to an end. Yeah, not a way that Bono has influenced me. No. <laughs> no. Just, just the putting, I, honestly. No soliloquies here. Never ends well. As, as not a lead singer, some direction I love when we're locked in, and then some stuff, and it, it, it hasn't happened to me. It never happened with us. But the like, just the idea of, a lead singer putting a signal back <laughs> while they're addressing forward makes like, me want to be like throw stuff. Oh hell no, motherfucker! Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you, ain't, gonna, you ain't James Brown. <laughs> did, did you just ask for double time? Because I'm about to speed this thing up. Hit me three times. Go uh, fuck uh, yourself. Uh, uh. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'm on payroll, then I maybe have never so much <laughs> given these guys a two, three, four. <laughs> no. No. It's I don't. That's no. I don't have the confidence for that. <laughs> is what it boils down to. Dude, it, but it is, it's there, man. And some it, guys got it. It's woven into some lead singer fucking fabric, man. Yep. Yeah, because right. they're, that's under the surface. And, you know, I wonder, like they say everybody has their price. I wonder what, <laughs> how much fame you would have to get 
before you started becoming, before you started putting hand signals. Before I started in. giving hand signals. I, Jared, I'm gonna say, probably a very long time. Very long time. Yeah. Because none of these motherfuckers are looking at me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I give hand signals till the fucking cows come home. They, uh, am I even on stage? I don't know. <laughs> Not to them. Do you think you two ever had an argument about you? Di- you didn't see what I was showing you, Larry. You weren't watching when I threw out the. Hand I signal! Did, I did on my left hand. I did. Uh, Four knock fingers. It. Knock it, Larry. <coughs> Where you going? To your whore? Maybe. Larry, I'm sorry. Sorry. Maybe, maybe but I only had to tell him once. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm not to that level. I don't think I'm ever really gonna get there. I'm never gonna be like in the middle of a song when they break it down and be like, "Listen, man." <laughs> <laughs> Because that, nothing Because that immediately follows hand signals Oh and nothing that comes after Listen man <laughs> Is gonna be any good At all I flirted with this briefly In the mid 90's Like having yeah. Having something to say oh, man God and you Don't know what? you want it though No And it's just the worst You know that great proverb Just like Better to uh, Shut the fuck up And have people think you're a fool then open up your mouth and remove all doubt. Yeah, which is why I was removing doubt left and right. I was convincing <laughs> yeah, yeah. motherfuckers I was straight <laughs> up an idiot. Yeah. Idiot shit was coming out of my mouth. Yeah. So unless you got the hand of God on you like Bono, you speaking the word. Well, I mean, just they, don't. Yeah, there's that conviction. Yeah. Zach roca has got that. He's got that. Sammy Hagar's got that. I mean, yeah. he's talking about like pussy and like V8s yep. and stuff, but he means that shit. Fucking Perry's got that. He means it too. They all mean it. They all also know that they're mic'd up saying shit, which is this real weird dichotomy. <laughs> Strange. Yeah. I did, I did it once where I was uh, in in uh, college. We're playing a show at a bar, and we switched instruments. We thought that'd be fun, and we did That's No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey. And we pulled Shut it off. Up. Yeah. And I was lead singing. I was oh, rapping all what? the lyrics. All three parts. Yeah. I think I did decent. I know you did. And then, um, and before it, I just said dumb shit, and there was hardly anybody <laughs> at the show, and it was all bad shit. <laughs> you started explaining what the song's all about and stuff like anybody gives three uh, shits sitting uh, in this sticky dude, bar. No, I, I said motherfuckers, and <laughs> you're all my motherfuckers, and stuff. Like, it was the worst. It was, I, I watched people turned off and disgusted from the stage and i was like jesus this happens to the best of us you watch uh live facelift uh at the allison chains at the Mm -hmm. like the moor Nah, Uh, it's like love (laughs) people are just not having it no people are having it but you know it's just one of those moments like even the greats uh where they're gonna play love hate love (laughs) and uh lane staley sidles up to the mic there's a song about pain (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) dude yeah right i I, you know it's like watching somebody fall down you have compassion for what they're going through and you kind of chuckle a little bit when you're witnessing it if it's not you it's hilarious and mostly because you know you're gonna you did that or you're gonna do that you're not removed from the situation Mm -mm. it's why when i was watching you lumber up the stairs (laughs) this morning not seeing your cane yet yeah i was like Yo, what's up with this motherfucker? This fool's <laughs> fucked up. What did he do? How bad is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got a cane. <laughs> I, did. 
<laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Oh. Chris. Yeah. Listen, you went to college, man. I'm counting on you on this one, okay? All right, you got it. Stranger in a Strange Land. Yeah. That's a book, right? It's it what it is is um when in the in the early time <laughs> that it was also considered a saying uh-huh. but also written. Okay. So, you know, it kind right. of puts okay. you somewhere. All right. Well, I'll take that. Stranger in a Strange Land is this his next song and maybe they'll explain it to us. For drawing, Garrett. I went to college for drawing. Signature Bono gets set up with the howling to start. Ed was playing a little bit of like sheep there, like he was. No, the bass sounds like it has a different treatment in this whole song. They say that about. <laughs> it's Adam. like all of a sudden it's crazy full. Yeah, and they they say that a lot about Adam. Like uh, the the their big the big famous example is "Wither Without You." Yeah, his bass line is in a different key than the whole rest of the band. Yeah, that's that ignorance right. breeds uh, contempt. Well, what does it sound good? <laughs> it does, but. If then you it's were good. following the rules, you wouldn't yeah. have done it. Like, and that's a bit of a. I'm gonna say Joy Division one more time. That's a bit of a Peter Hook influence because uh, talk about yeah. a guy that was unschooled. Yeah, yeah. Guy was a fucking idiot at playing the bass, but he invented some new shit out right. of that. Like, ignorance. Yeah. Ignorance is just as important sometimes as schooling. Like, I appreciate guys who can push it to the max, like Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, and, and maybe it, it ties in with conviction too. 100%. You know? Bit 100%. of spice in the stew there. If you mean it, they will come. Look at a little room shot out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, we got Bongos. Kunga. This song feels like it was recorded in a couple days and they layered it and they were having, a, you know. The reach exceeds the grass sometimes. Yeah, this feels a little thin. Let's throw some bongos on there. You know, we're rim shotting. They're making choices. Feels like they're making choices and it's. Nobody's calling this their favorite fucking U2 song. <laughs> but what they do great. And they're starting to do on this song, which is comes into Sunday Bloody Sunday. Oh, the the a kind of like a retarded snare hits. The mm-hmm. we'll set up a rhythm, but we'll hit it on the gaga. Yeah, gaga. And so he's he he'll uh, just dance these snare hits throughout here and kind of set up what you think is going to be rim shot hits, and then he stops doing them for a little bit. <laughs> and then he comes back doing them. Yeah. Then he hits a snare a little bit. Yeah, because you figured him out. As soon as you figure him out, he's got they're all they're all like playing fucking hacky sack with who's carrying the boom, boom, ka. You know, like that. Yeah. The fucking 
and Edge takes it over for a bit and Bono's just singing over top. None of it's super clear. It's actually yeah. kind of like a muddy composition. Yeah. But this is this is them. This is their formula. This is you know before the fucking pottery goes into the kiln. And it sounds corny, but it's it is like a form of telepathy. When you when you form yeah. your uh brain Oh boy, here we go. When you were gonna say when you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're you put new wrinkles in your brain when you learn new shit. When when you when you're putting all your wrinkles together in your brain at the same time with these other guys, yeah. Then there is some shit that doesn't need to get discussed, and you already know. Yeah, they're definitely having a conversation. Yeah, they they, they it's I like that about these guys. Um is you can hear you can hear them listening and playing at the same time a lot in this song yeah. um and it's not one of my favorites but yeah there's the dialogue happening it's got the good ingredients now as a lead singer do you ever find that sometimes you can see the dialogue going somewhere but maybe you need to put your hand towards the basses and tell them to stop playing because it's not <laughs> as clean as what you can envision because I wouldn't dare. I think it's right on that path there. I would not dare. <laughs> I've, I've never thrown, just so you know, never thrown a hand signal. <laughs> I count like everybody else, Chris. <laughs> this break is eight bars. Yeah. So whatever you're going to say, <laughs> make it quick. Can I, t- can I tell you something? Please. Can, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Please do. In 1981, there's a lot of stuff going on, and I think we need to address it. We do. Frogger came out. What? In video games. Frogger. Like on the, uh, like Atari, right? Like you into your house. Stand up. Galaga oh. came out. Some of these are Atari. Some of these are home computers. When did the real Atari like thing hit like at, at home? I feel this, like that was later. It's happening right now. Oh, okay. But like for the this tip is, of the spear guys. This is what's going on in 1981 is Atari's figuring out their shit. Activision starting to get mm-hmm. into the game. N- Nintendo's showing up on way back, Donkey way Kong. back in like like coming up with titles and not systems yet. Yeah, Donkey Kong. Man. There yeah. is formulations swirling around mm-hmm. 1981. Reagan's elected. Oh, that's right. Do you know in 1981 Russia sent a fucking rocket to Venus and what? landed. A fucking lander on Venus and started taking pictures. No, they didn't. 1981. Shut up. Nobody's been to Venus. Yeah, dude. Even the Chili Peppers, they didn't. Couldn't even take the subway. It was called Venera 13. Venera 13. Yeah, it sounds like something you catch. That's a Tom Hanks porno fucking uh, parody. (laughs) Venera 13. Houston, we have a throbbing or whatever. You know. Dude, the DeLorean came out in 1981. The DeLorean. Oh, shit. The DeLorean. So technically, 19... Where did they go back back in time? Back to the future? uh, 55. Anyway, there's probably some weird math that happened there. Fucking Charles and Di got married. They're singing these songs, and Charles and Di are getting married (laughs) across the water. No, but but a small bit of water because it's Ireland. MS-DOS and IBM come out. Oh, wow. Fucking... AIDS is identified as a virus in 1981. Mm. 
But see, the more you test people, then the more cases you come with. That's so exactly the fucking the problem, dude. Even AIDS tests. The first flight of the Columbia, 1981. Oh shit! Did the Columbia? Go, did the Columbia is no more, or they made it because the Challenger blew up? It was Challenger blew up. Yeah, but then, then there was the other one that blew up on the way back. Remember? The that, Orion. No, stop. The I feel like secret. it was the Columbia, man. If you read these certain chat rooms, you'll know it was the yeah. Orion. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Iran releases 52 hostages right uh, after the day after he was sworn. Yeah, mm, that's funky. Um, let's see. Fucking Defender as a video game came out. Oh shit, a video game heavy. That was a I stand like up. That, that was, was a stand. That came out stand up arcade. Sure. Donkey Kong came out Solid. 1981. U2's writing these songs. Some other people are writing Donkey Kong. Kaboom! One of the first paddle games came out. Oh shit! The movies that were happening around this time. Okay, lay it on me. Enter the Ninja. One of the best ninja movies that's okay. out there. The Evil Dead. Oh. The first one. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to weave together innovation. Yeah. With all of this media. Sam Raimi. You know what I'm saying? Future There's director of Spider Man. Omen. The final conflict. <laughs> Sam Neil. Sam Neil. For real? He's a good actor. I know. He's a good actor. I like Sam Neil. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Solid. Chariots of Fire. Which is also Jason 2 came out this year as well. Time Bandits. Terry Gilliam killing it with King Kong Bundy and Catherine Hellman. Holy shit. For your eyes only. I wasn't in that one. I was Roger. American Werewolf in London. Oh, solid. Rick Baker's like coming out party. Exactly. There's a lot of coming out parties. Speaking of which, the sword in the stone Excalibur. Mm. Helen Mirren's I mean, I mean Helen Mirren. One of the best movies that's ever been made. Excalibur, nineteen eighty one. Winner of the Academy Award for Best Breast Lighting. But she's just the best. She's the the she, that joke. Thanks for the memories. Oh my gosh, Jared. So that was basically what was going on in 1981, except for, you ask, what comic book line was happening in the X-Men in 1981? Oh, stop. I got you. 1981? We're talking about the Dark Phoenix saga? No. No? Is, that, is this after that? We talking about some the, the if days I, of future if I, past? If I say DeLorean and time travel. <laughs> what's the, going on in 1981, Days man? of future past. Penned by Chris Claremont. Ah, yes. Days, if not, you could be listening to U2's second album, reading oh, about the X Men, going back in time to yeah. worry about weird kind of uh, genocide, mm. racial overtones for a fucking comic Kitty book. Pride, and playing Kaboom. Are you kidding me? Oh, that might have been okay. I think when MAGA talks about making America great again, they might have been talking about 1981. A lot of good stuff happening in 1981, except for kinda. I mean, wasn't that like also Empire Strikes Back? No, no, was that 80? I don't remember. No, that was like 87. It was like Shut 92. Up. It was like 92. Whatever. Listen, dude. I was only five, but I think it sounded all right. Yeah. I, I, my memories from 1981 are like we were doing okay. Jared. One, I got to say, five was one of my favorite ages. Mm -hmm. I knew five was going to be so good that when I was four, I used to tell people I was five. 
and I wore it well. Yeah. Dude, five. What an age. Killing it. Uh, You know, I was like six. Killing it. Still killing it. (laughs) Yeah. Good window there. Yeah. Same reason that I was 23 for two years. Could you even... You two, when you're five years old, does that seem right? Does not compute. It doesn't seem right. They've been making music for since ever you've been alive, and a little Pretty bit much. before. You were like a toddler when their first shits came out. Yeah, and they were they were practicing before and they you were, were barely born. zygotes themselves. It's crazy, man. Crazy. Jeez. It's like everything you've ever known had you two involved somehow. A little bit. Yeah. Even my cereal bowl. A lot of bit, dude. A lot Even of bit. The cereal bowl. The way you give hand signals on stage. <laughs> Scarlet is the name of the, uh, this is the penultimate track, Scarlet. Can I also mention this is the 2008 remaster we've been enjoying? Oh, is it? Yes. I was wondering about that because yeah. the it, it did sound a little bit richer. Edge remastered it and he did a good job. Did a damn fine job. Oh, you like Tom's, you say? <laughs> oh, my God. The, okay, just those first three bars there were, were so Joy Division. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's the song? Walk away in silence. Completely, <laughs> completely. I wish he didn't open the song by saying retarded, but. down a mood than a song yeah say on some of these yeah i again not really baked ideas totally it feels it feels like yeah. that sounded good let's keep it feels raw <laughs> next track loose ideas excellently executed yeah yeah, yeah. like a wendy's burger yeah square <laughs> just put some weird effects on those drums this is one of those songs indicative of fun to play, not that great to listen to. <laughs> There's nothing too exciting or new, like Edge is playing harmonics on the guitar, Larry's doing the toms, yeah. it's, uh, the bass is wandering. It's it's like painting. Bono's a, floating over the top. Yeah, making a painting of the color red and being like, Red, <laughs> and people are like, "Yeah, red, red, red is good. Red Red's is nice. Red, and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. yep, still good. And uh, right, you're right. Red's good. Ask Sammy Hagar, dude. Red. What was he doing in '81? Um, gonna say Standing Hampton or Three Lock Box somewhere. That's that's the era. Yeah, for Sammy, that's the the three lock box, the Standing Hampton era. Okay. So, like you two always had really cool opening acts. Like they would. Yeah, yeah. Um, break it down, man. I mean, Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> Come on. Awesome. Public Enemy. 
Like they weren't looking for someone to sound like U2 Jr. opening up. They were into the hip shit. Yeah. Nice. Um, they they never really feel felt like they were threatened by anybody. No. Why would know? they? They're fucking U2. What are you going to do to them? Yeah. Yeah. They know that it's 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 not a scarcity mindset. It's abundance mindset, Chris. I like what you just said there. Thank you. Let's get into this last track. And funny enough, the last track is called Is This Is That All? Is that all? Is that all? Is that all? It's like the strokes. Is this it? Did we do a strokes episode already? I think we uh, did. Yeah, I think we did. I think it came out. We were talking about this. Ten years, Chris. It's hard to remember what we do. Tears it is. Sometimes. Tears for Fears. I guess still don't we remember. We did a Tears for Fears episode. I can't it believe was good, we too. did a Tears for Fears. You were episode. great on it. Let me just say that. I appreciate that, Jared. But is that all? Get away with that drum fuckery unless you're four on the floor for the most part. Larry knows that. See? He'll give you the snare when he wants to give you the snare. <laughs> right. Taking a break right now. Oh. You only get four. He, he, yeah, he, and he throws it in like uh, like high kicks at a fucking jazzer size <laughs> fucking video. <laughs> And then we're back and back and back. and then he, he their, their whole song structure is like a De- Denise Austin half hour fucking <laughs> set you know on TV which I was watching probably in the eighty two maybe okay. shortly after this album I was like exercising on TV yeah that's cool. You know, and having listened a lot, like I said, in the building of the studio to the U2 XM station, yeah. and literally play everything on there. Probably only two, three songs on this album that make the real tough playlist that you hear over and over and over again. Be Gloria, uh, maybe uh, Fire. Mm, you know, October they would play. It seemed like they would play a lot. I would hear I fall down a little but it's not it's not that record that people go back to and pull like but I think as we've witnessed here tonight there's some deep cuts on here that are worth your time this right here if you're on you're driving you're on a road trip right. you're in eastern Washington you're, you're east of the Cascades you get nothing but a straight line ahead of you yeah this is that running down a dream tempo foot nice. on the pedal yeah like we're gonna make some time up right mm-hmm. here and you can rip through this album. Yeah. I think it's only like, uh, well, it usually tells me how long it is. But, uh, you know, I bet we're like at that 40 minute level, yeah. 40, 45, like you used to do on the LPs. It's a, as far as production, that's what they did right. They're, uh, they're sticking to the formats. Fucking stupid. Cut that shit out. Oh, wait. The music was playing. Jesus Christ. I'm going to try to get better at this. It's going to be my New Year's resolution. Be better. New Year's. Can we at least say this is a pretty great second album? As far as second albums go, it's pretty great. 
I like this album so much because of where they're going to take it. Mm. And I feel like I can attach to U2 before they... I came online, U2 was already gone. They're already gone. Full speed ahead. I learned about rock stars and U2 was part of that education. Right. I didn't watch them turn into something. Like like Jack White? I feel like I tracked Jack White. (laughs) We've been tracking that one since the get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and a number of different, Jane's Addiction didn't track them. Mm-hmm. It came on and I had to go back. Van Halen, not even close. Yeah. Came on kind of around when, like, when 84 came out and I was kind of ready for 84-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, a little behind, I, I was slow off the start on 84, yeah. but still in the race. And then I got to go backwards. And you get to do that with so many good bands. And it was really nice to have you two be able to go to back to the second album. I never would have, listen to this album mm-hmm. had you not called you two. Oh shit great call okay. you know and maybe if we're sitting down here and you were like hey let's listen to the fucking you two second album and see if we, it'd be fun yeah yeah I'd be like, yeah sure okay that's exactly what I would say yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah what the fuck I'll check it out yeah, let's do it they've earned it <laughs> they, they, right? that's, that's what it is they've earned it they've earned it they've earned over it. 30 albums they got now yeah yeah I'll listen to their second and this feels like like um a really fun sophomoric album where they're they're throwing it down all the instances we said whether true or not you know rushed recording mayhem losing the songbook fucking taking their shot youthful exuberance youthful exuberance man and it feels like that on this album but it also it doesn't feel uneducated youthful it feels like they to draw a parallel to bob marley and the Whalers, um, when they got their opportunity to make their album and make their second album, mm-hmm. they fucking paid attention and threw everything they had, all of their influences in. And it's not a fault to say I can hear their influences. Right. I, I'm enjoying it with you two. I'm enjoying it, mm-hmm. it, it you know. Um, and I think uh, the Whalers did that as well. When they got their shot, they fucking took it serious and they put it right in i think there's a lot of parallels between bob marley and the whalers and and bono and the u2s yeah, but they're both from islands you know what i mean we'll <laughs> see their share of troubles um adam clayton likes to smoke weed so you know there they you got go. that yeah and <laughs> both on island records what and who doesn't like sunglasses yeah come on <laughs> bob marley okay did Bono not kind of take up like that spiritual Bob Marley mantle, though? Telling you, I'm seeing I'm seeing more ties to these guys than than I realized coming into this thing. Yeah, redemption song, baby. Do, I mean, can you not hear Bono singing that? I'm sure he has at some point. I hope so. At some like Project Red fundraiser, he did it. Yeah, yeah. Do we got to look that up? What are we, what are we watching after this? We're we watching. Gonna... Bono doing redemption songs so yeah. you can get all mad. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be back to fighting them after we watch that. <laughs> I'm not going to challenge him on this Hope episode. Okay, you can challenge him on this. Smoke weed every day.